Blog Talk Radio.
Okay. Let me try again here. Sylvia, can you hear me tonight? Uh, yes, it was some, um, seemed like it's some um, static or something in it, but like an echo. That's what it was, an echo. Okay, yeah, I, I think I had well that. Yeah, um, when, it, when it does this, there's a button on here that I can click that most of the time stops that. Uh, okay, okay, all right. I, I had to go ahead and go to my phone, so that, that's all right, as long <laughs> as I know. Thank you, ma'am. Okay, it's good. Okay. Okay. Well, last week was the first time in ages I was able to actually just go off of the uh, microphone. So, anyhow, as usual, I had my phone already dialed in, so it doesn't take but just a few seconds to switch to my phone, you know, if I've I've already called in. So, thank you all for always being so patient. Uh, I don't have a clue what all this is all about, but at any rate, as long as it works, that's all I care. But uh, anyhow, thank you each and every one, as I said earlier. Thank you all for being here, and just thank you for taking your time tonight and um, spending some time with me. I am going to, uh, when I when I logged the show in tonight, uh, I did schedule it only to 8.30, whereas sometimes I schedule it till 9 o'clock, which I can't really go to 9 o'clock. I do that so it doesn't do that echo thing. Um but since it didn't work tonight, I will have to shut it off at 8.30 because after 8.30, it, it will start echoing because that's the only time, uh, that's the amount of time allotted to me through the studio tonight. Anyhow, I wanted to talk to you all just a little bit tonight about navigating through rejection and betrayal. Um, I'm pretty familiar with both of these. I have walked that path many times. Uh, it's never fun. And there's always variations in it. You know, there's different things um, to deal with and and things like that. And it's really just about, one, surviving it all. And secondly, um, keeping our hearts right with the Lord through it and leaning on God. You know, I, I know Randy talks about it quite a bit, too. And he says, you know, the Lord actually told him, said, you were you were made for betrayal. Or no, you were made for for rejection. And I think it's something that everybody goes through in life because, for one, the Lord went through it. He went through betrayal and he went through rejection. And uh, we're not greater than the master. We're, the things that he went through were things that were common to man, things that we will go through. And I dare say there's not a human alive that if they live their entire life, if they live a lengthy life of any sort, that they will not go through betrayal and they will not go through rejection. Uh, It's just a part of life. But it's a difficult part, you know, and and it's something that, um, goodness, it takes prayer and it it takes going to God and, and, and really asking God, how am I supposed to feel about this? How am I supposed to think about this? Because our, you know, as you know, our thoughts uh, are what rule our emotions for the most part, you know, what we think is what we feel. But, you know, I was thinking of instances in the Bible. You know, and, I, and, I, and of course, we all know the story of Judah, that Jesus knew. He knew who Judah was. You know, I'm, I dare say he, that probably from the time that he chose his disciples, he probably knew from day one 
that Judah was his betrayer. And it's like, okay, knowing that, and this is just some of my thoughts sometimes. It's like, okay, Jesus, you know, Jesus perceived these things. He knew things by the Spirit. Knowing that Judah was his betrayer, did he treat him any different? Did he feel any different about him? Did he love him less because of that? And is that something, you know, did did Judah, uh, I think Judah's, I'm using the wrong name, Ara. You know, did he, was he a dishonest person? from the beginning or is he one that uh did that develop in him hold on just a second here y'all let me mute myself just a second okay i'm back um that wasn't judah it was judas (laughs) i knew i was saying it wrong but, uh, you know, and there's nothing in the word that indicates to us that Jesus was any different about him. And it's like, did they have did they have that really close relationship early on? Or were there signs, you know, were there things about Judas from the beginning um, that indicated that there were some things that were off in him? You know, and you, and, and you wonder that, and it's like... You know, since Jesus knew from the beginning, then when Judas did betray him, now obviously it didn't take him by surprise. But it's like, did it, you know, did it, how much would it have wounded his heart? I don't, personally, I don't think that it would have much in the sense that even though he would have invested much in him, you know, Jesus invested much of himself in and the disciples in teaching them and loving them, sharing his heart with them and the things of the spirit and his time, you know, all of those things. But in the sense that he knew that that was God's plan for his life and that God had put him there. He had agreed to that when he left heaven, you know, to do this. And that there would be a betrayer and that he would go to the cross because the angels had been telling him I'm sure telling him about his life and his future from the time he was a boy, that it was like, okay, it's happening now. So maybe in a whole lot of ways, his heart was already prepared for all of that. But, you know, most of us, that's not the way it goes. And it can be one thing when the betrayal or the, Rejection, what it comes from someone that would be like in an outer circle, maybe someone you work with. There's a lot of people you work with that you're not really that close to, you know, that you're you're maybe around them every day, but you're not necessarily that close to them. That They would definitely be outer circle people and maybe in a lot of ways just acquaintances. Um, and I've encountered that. Um, and I've told some of that story before, a lady, and I won't go into all that detail tonight, but a lady that was actually a self-professed witch and things like that that just hated me and uh, told lies about me at work and and, uh, tried to get me in trouble, tried to get, you know, tried to have them give her my shift that was a better shift and things like that. And uh, it all all came to naught on her part. But, um, you know, those, those sorts of things, even though it can be upsetting, 
and we can tend to get offended, you know, but um, we have to work our way through that too and understand, of course, in that, uh, in, in that particular case, I already knew that she was into the occult. So, you know, nothing took me by surprise there. Um, I mean, I identified her fairly early on, and she was pretty open about it. So it was like, okay, I'm dealing with somebody that's into the demonic, and um, naturally they're going to hate me, and naturally they're, um, if they can touch my life in some way, they will. So those sorts of things don't really rock our boat, so to speak. You know, we may have to ask the Lord, God, how do I handle this, and what is the best way? The one thing always is to pray for them, you know, to pray for them and pray for their salvation or pray that God opens their eyes to truth. Uh, And in some cases, I mean, it's not always somebody that's demonic. There may be times that there's people that uh, they may be actually be saved and stuff, but they just have issues. And and regardless of whatever the case, we pray for them because that's God's will. You know, those, you know, pray for those, you know, that despitefully use you, you know, pray for your enemy, love your enemy. Uh, and a lot of times we may think, well, I'm not their enemy, but they may take us, you know, they may, uh, they make themselves our enemy sometimes. You know, they choose to be our enemy, I guess might be a good way of putting it. But God still is like, pray for them. But see, the, the wounding of our heart is the part that we have to work through. And, you know, really lean on, on God in that, in cases... More times than not, like I said, the, the people that are on the outside, it's not, it may make you mad, it may, you know, things like that, but it's not typically going to wound you. But the wounding many times comes from those that are inner circle or family. Family can be very difficult. And those are the ones, you know, the people that you truly care about, those that you truly love, those that you've truly trusted and have talked to in confidence those that you felt you could share your heart with and that you've shared your life with and shared your love with. You know, when betrayal and rejection comes in those places, wow, that's when we really need God to get through those things and navigate it in a godly way. You know, I think, you know, I thought about the the case with Job. Gosh, that man went through so much. Now, it was, many say it was like a nine-month period. That would have been a hellish nine months. But you think about when he was uh, afflicted, and of course, you know, we know, you know, the, the devil had talk to the Lord and God said, you know, have you considered my servant Job? I mean, we know how all of that, that came, happened, all in all, how it all went down. But still in the cases of like Job's friends, those are quote, quote friends, <laughs> and even his wife, that he was so, you know, his wife, the mother of his children, you know, the one that he lived with and loved, you know, and when they're saying betray God and then the friends or, you know, basically doing the same thing. Well, what have you done, Job, that all of this happened? Well, those guys knew him. They knew his life. 
they knew he was not an ungodly person or a person that sinned and uh, was greedy or malicious or any of that sort of stuff. I mean, they they knew him. They were around him. They were his inner circle. And yet there were accusations. There was bad advice of like, well, just, you know, curse God and die. Of course, that was his wife that said that, which is like, really? <laughs> really, lady? But then those, you know, he tells the story of, in Job, of those that uh, at one time that, I can't remember how he put it, but, you know, those that he wouldn't have even considered worthy to work in his field and stuff. And yet they, you know, how they would mock him and make fun of him and belittle him and, you know, and it's, what's that old saying about kicking somebody when they're down, you know? And yet, you know, he talks about how that he had always helped those that were oppressed and had had reached out to people that, you know, the widows and the orphans and the, uh, the things that, um, you know, that are godly, you know, whether we, we don't, um, we don't, we try to reach out and help those that are hurting, you know, and it, he had some good, he had some good arguments. Now he did in there get to, you know, basically a blaming God or accusing God. I'm sure his mind was just in a tailspin of like, why is this happening? You know, why is this happening when I've obeyed God and loved God and have tried to lead a godly life and have tried to help others and, you know, have tried to be a stand-up citizen, so to speak? You know, I'm sure his he was just like, I don't understand any of this or why this is happening. And so he thought God was punishing him or, or something like that. You know, it's like, why is this happening? But, you know, I can't imagine the level of heartache now much less having these animals and his children get killed but all of the ridicule and the mocking and things from people around him that were part of his community and then his own wife you know saying just curse God and die and it's like you know whatever happened to you know when one's down holding them up which she was hurting too but you know, we think husband and wives are supposed to pray together and to hold one another up and uh, to help each other to, to reinforce one another when things are going wrong. You know, and those that have been through divorce, you know how that can be, you know, betrayal and uh, lies told and things like that. You know, and it, many times if we can understand where people are coming from, the things that they have gone through. I think many times the, you know, where there's rejection, there can be jealousies, there can be people that are replaying the same thing that they've gone through. You know, kind of like they say, people that that have been abused, and they many times will turn around and abuse, you know, their children or their husbands or wives and things like that, that, that cycle which is a generational curse, that cycle continues to go on. And I think the same can be true with rejection. People that have gone through rejection, sometimes that same spirit will seem to go go work through their lives. You know, and they'll end up rejecting others or being being not great friends and things like that. But in the... Uh, 
in all of this, you know, you look at Job's life and what went through. And the thing that was interesting to me, reading about it, as, you know, when Job's friends had, you know, said all of these evil things about God, basically, and, and uh, about Job, and, well, you've done this, and God's punished you, and blah, blah, blah. Um, and I'm, it would take too long to go back, because that's kind of a long book to go back and read all of it. But, you know, all the things they said, and finally, God, he was like, you know, you've spoken evil of me. But it was interesting to me, you know, that God told them, he said, you know, you give an offering. You know, you take an offering of, like, bulls and goats or whatever and go to uh, to Job in, in, like, ashes, you know, in repentance and have Job pray for you. I like that. You know, that's kind of a vindication, isn't it? That so they had given him bad advice and they had, had bad-mouthed him and had accused him and had, had told lies basically about the Lord and had angered the Lord. And God was like, you know, you, you, give, an, you give an offering, a sacrifice unto me in repentance. And you go to Job, go to the very one that you gave all the bad advice to. Go to the very one that you were bad-mouthing. Go to the very one that you accused. Go to that one and have him pray for you. And I will forgive you and you will not be judged like for your sins. You'll not have to pay the price that you would. And see, it was kind of a double whammy because where Job was concerned, it says Job, you know, that they went to Job and Job prayed for them and God forgave them. But it says after Job prayed for those that had done that. Now, that's some of his inner circle guys. That's his friends. Those that were some of those that were closest to him. After he prayed for them, and it said God healed Job and then God restored Job and he had more more than he ever had before you know had more cattle more more of the livestock and and had that his daughters were the most beautiful in all the land and I think he had seven sons and three daughters and and they were the fairest and said that he lived such a long life he got to see his uh, kids and grandkids and grand—I think it was three or four generations—and he had lived uh, a long, full life after that, a life of blessing and a life of health, and saw God give back more than he'd ever had after he prayed for those. And I thought there is a, a tremendous lesson in that of praying for those that are against us and betray us and lie to us that mean evil for us. But see, in the midst of all of it, Job fought fought, uh, with some things. Of course, the Lord really shook him up about it and and let him know. It was like, who are you to question me? But see, he still loved God. You know, though you slay me, yet will I worship. Yet will I praise you. And it's just so important in the midst of all of those sorts of things. Just 
you know, in some ways, we might at times when, when people reject us just say, oh, it doesn't matter. But we have to be real careful doing that because in that taking on an attitude of, well, it's okay and it doesn't matter, you can really develop a hard heart, an unfeeling heart, and we don't ever want that. You know, God wants us to not have a heart of stone but a heart of flesh. And in my personal feeling, it's better to feel hurt than it is to feel nothing. That would be the most awful feeling in the world is to not feel anything. I can't imagine anything worse. So we have to watch our heart. And and, and as we're navigating through things and, and dealing with it and in, in the midst of the fire, so to speak, that we just keep knowing that God is with us and, and that many times the Lord allows things to happen because we're being matured, we're being tried by fire, you know, we're being, there, there are tests. God doesn't tempt us, but he does test us. You know, our faithfulness uh, allows us to grow through things. And secondly, people are still people. People, people do things that are not right. And, uh, and people are fickle. You know, the only one we can really, truly lean on is God, is the Lord. And when it comes to people, not so much. Um, We just know that we're all still in the process. No one has arrived yet. And we, we just have to realize that, that others are going through their situations and things. They've, they've got wounds. They've got... Uh, maybe generational curses that they're dealing with. They've had maybe people tell things to them that uh, took them astray. So we pray for them. Pray for them and ask God to guard our hearts and to help us and and to to keep us from being offended or bitter or getting to uh, a hard heart or any of that sort of thing. But I, I like that. I, I love that part of the story where it says that when God told them, said, "Go to Job," and I thought, "That's justice. <laughs> Go to the one you've been bad mouthing and have him pray for you, and God is going to to heal you. God is going to forgive you." But then I love it said after Job prayed for them, God restored him. You know, the word says that anything that we lose in in this life. For, for his sake, for the sake of the gospel, that it will be multiplied back to us, that it's restored to us times over. And I would have to look up the scripture, and I've already used my time here, but, um, you know, that's just a subject that it could, uh, there's so much that could be said about it and, and so many things to learn about it. And it's something that we all encounter Um. So I think it's, even though I've talked about it before, I know Randy's talked about it, it's something that is worthwhile to go back over time and again and and just reiterate uh, all about that. Okay, let me uh, play a song. I've got some more numbers here I need to write down right quick. And then we'll start taking callers. i 
You know, and when we're going through rejection and betrayal, sometimes that can be the question that's on our heart is like, Lord, who loves me? Who really loves me? And the word says, God loves us and he never changes. His love never changes. Amen. I thought that was the perfect song for this. All right. Father, I just thank you for each and every one tonight. Lord, I just ask that you bless them. Lord, that you bring healing. Father, that you bring forth the divine connections that people are looking for. Those those longings in their heart, Lord. Those longings that are even put there by you. Father, the, for the connections, for those divine connections, those godly connections, those those ties those people but to be a part of their life, Lord, to move them forward, to take them on, Lord, to join hands with them even. Lord, that you bring forth the manifestation. You bring forth those things, Lord. Cause them to happen, Lord, in your perfect timing. Lord, we just thank you for this new season. And, Lord, it is a season of things changing, of being rearranged and people being moved. Lord, of new jobs, new marriages, new uh, relocations, Father. Lord, things that deal with church and any matter of things, Lord. Father, for hearts being set free, where there's been hurts, where there's been 
uh, soul ties where there have been, uh, Lord, any matter, Lord, even physical things. Lord, that this is a new day, this is a new time, Lord, this is a time of, of greater glory. Lord, it says the latter glory will be greater than the former glory. Father, we just thank you, Lord, for this day and this time. Lord, help us to follow you, to hear your voice. Lord, to be uh, subject to you in every way, Lord, that we would quickly obey, that our ears would be turned to hear you, Father. Lord, we love you, we thank you, and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, my first caller here is 910-709. This is Sylvia. How are you, girl? Yes. How are you? Hi. How are you doing tonight? Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. Thanks for asking. Pretty good. No, you're welcome. You're welcome. Well, let's pray for you. Father, I thank you for Sylvia. And Father, I thank you, Lord, for the wisdom that you have uh, grown in her, Lord, that was sown, Lord, even as a seed within her, Lord, and the wisdom has been watered and it's been grown. Uh, Lord, it's been matured within her, Father. And Lord, it's a work that is yet being done. Lord, we never get through. We, we never growing in those areas because, Lord, your word says that those those that ask wisdom, Lord, that you will give liberally and that you will not withhold from us in those areas. And Father, I thank you, Lord, for the testimony. And Lord, I thank you, Father, for um, the continued knowledge, the continued understanding. And Lord, I just, uh, Sylvia, it's like I'm I'm seeing once again, and I saw this the other day, it's like I'm seeing papers, papers, uh, like you writing down, uh, like you keeping notes, keeping journals, like you keeping papers, uh, writing down the lessons of God, writing down the, the things that the Lord is showing you and is teaching you and the writing down the testimonies, like you keeping a record of all of these things. I know some people call it journaling, uh, and, and you may be doing journaling. The, the way I'm seeing it is like I just see like a stack of papers, and it's like you're you're keeping. This would be too many papers to put in a little journal book unless you had more than one book. But it's like I just see you keeping papers and writing things down and writing down scriptures as God gives them to you and writing down the uh, the stories, like the stories of, of what's going on and what's happening and uh, the wisdom of God there and, and just keeping uh, keep, keeping all of these records, keeping all of these papers, keeping all of this this journaling that you're doing and it just being uh, like just stores of, of wisdom, stores of understanding. And even going back over these papers later, going back over these notes that you've done and layered it, bringing wisdom and understanding to you again. Sometimes when you're going through things later on, you know, we'll pour back over things and go, oh, yeah, yeah, you know. And it's like it'll bring a a revelation to us all over again because sometimes we go through life and we forget things, you know, maybe not forget it, but it's not on our mind. And then later, sometimes we'll need those lessons again. You know, we'll need we'll need to go back over how we got breakthrough before and what God did before, like replaying, uh, you know, even the words tells us that, you know, 
remember those things, keep and remember those things that God has done for us in the past to once again encourage ourselves and not only encourage ourselves, but to once again remember how did I get breakthrough? What, how, what brought breakthrough then? What, that's right, that's right. I prayed this or this happened or God gave me a dream. And it's, and it's, it's an encouragement to us, but sometimes it's like we need to draw on that wisdom again. You know, the wisdom that we've learned before, the things that we went through before, sometimes going back and drawing on that again, you know, uh, because sometimes some of those things we will use, you know, we'll, we'll need that same, we'll need that same answer again. We'll need that same sort of thing again at times. And so, Father, I just thank you for Sylvia, and Father, I just thank you, Lord, for using her and continuing to grow her and bless her, Lord. I thank you, Father, for just... uh that continued adding to her, adding to her father, adding, adding to her in in uh, in honor, adding to her in spiritual authority, adding to her in understanding and wisdom, and really, um, really knowing what's of value to her. Father, I just thank you for Lord that she'll not. She'll not waste time on things, and I know you've that's that's something you have shucked before, and I don't think it's something you'll ever pick up again. Tossing aside those things that are not of value, that are a waste of your time, because time is precious. Uh, we are in the last days, and particularly the ones that are, that are getting a little bit older. You know that we're no longer kids. Time becomes more precious to us, and we no longer want to waste any time on anything that's not of value. So, Lord, I just bless Sylvia in Jesus' mighty name. And we thank you, Lord, for the outpouring. And we thank you, Lord, for the inpouring, the pouring in and the outpouring. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, anything that you want to share tonight? Anything on your heart? Um, Not tonight. Not tonight. Okay. All right. Well, anything well, in particular you want to pray about? Um, just for a breakthrough, actually. Yeah. Yes. Well, Father, we just thank you, Lord, in advance for breakthrough, Lord. Those things that she has contended for, those things that she has put her hand to the plow and has not give up and has not let up and has not... Um, has not looked back, Lord, that her reward is imminent. Father, that that victory is at hand. Lord, we declare it, we decree it, we expect it, and we thank you for it now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Okay, girl. Well, thank What's you that? for calling in. And I appreciate you. You too. All right. God bless you too, sweetie. Drink right quick. All right. 502-548. I believe this is Greg. It is. How are you, sir? How are you doing, Dean? I'm good. Good. 
you sound so distinguished tonight. I don't know. You you got you have that distinguished <laughs> well, kind have, of voice. <laughs> I do have I do have my glasses on, so you know. All right, all right. That's but, that's just the icing on the cake. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, anything on your heart you're wanting to share tonight, or a testimony again, or uh, just anything you're wanting to share? No. Tonight, I just kind of came to sit and listen and hear what God had to say. Okay. Well, let's pray for you. Father, thank you for Greg. And, Lord, I just thank you, Lord, for uh, his heart, Father, to 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 grow in you and mature in you, Lord, that he, he has submitted himself before you, Father. And, Lord, huh, I, I'm, hearing, I, I'm hearing these words. That God has tamed your heart. I've not heard that quite like that before, but that's what I heard. That God has tamed your heart. Uh, I don't know if you had a wild heart or not, but that's the way I heard it. And Father, I, I just thank so. you, Lord. Uh, Father, I just thank you, Lord, that 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 He has a man that has truly submitted to you, Father, and Lord. Uh, has has committed himself to being mature in you, Lord, and knowing, Lord, just like so many of us, he's learned that we can do nothing of ourselves, that we can only find the answers in you, so that we go through times that, and particularly in our youth, Lord, that we go through times that we think we can figure it out, we can work it out, and we think, okay, I'm I'm fairly smart, I can... You know, I can uh, I can I can make this work, and, and many times we exhaust ourselves in effort to uh, to get through life in in our own strength, and in our own wisdom, and in our own talents, and any number of things. But I just think, Lord, we thank you, and I thank you, Lord. Because I've been there too. Lord, that you're so patient with us and so full of grace and so full of mercy and kindness to us. That, Lord, as we go through situations, as we encounter things that are bigger than us, that are so much more than what we can handle on our own, Lord, that you draw us to you. And, Lord, it's a, a process of how little by little, we give up of ourselves, and we say, God, it's only you. Lord, I give you this, and Lord, I give you that. And Lord, I'm looking, you're my only hope. And I I need wisdom that comes only from you, God, because this is beyond me. And Lord, I thank you how it pleases your heart when each each step, each piece of our heart, each piece of our of our soul, Lord, that we we hand it to you, and you begin to put things together and to shape them in a way that's most beautiful and most useful to you, Lord, and and things begin to make sense, at least in in the way that we know that, Lord, that our lives are yours, that we belong to you, and that. You have a plan that's so much bigger than our plans and that you have a purpose. And even in all of the pain that we go through, 
emotional pain, physical pain, even or even memories that at times are painful to look back at. Lord, that you use every bit of those things, Lord, to bring healing to us and to bring glory to you, Lord, that as 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 we pursue you and pursue your purposes and and Lord just allow you to work. Lord, that you do such a tremendous uh, a tremendous way of transforming all of what seem like bad things into maturity and into sensitivity and into understanding and into perception of like perceiving the things of God. Lord, we just thank you for it. And Lord, I just thank you, Father, for for all that you're doing in Greg's life. Lord, that Lord, that you have tamed his heart. I've never heard that I've never heard God say that before, Greg. And Lord, that you have wonderful plans for him and Lord, that you're faithful, that you'll not leave him, you'll not forsake him, you'll not leave him uh, in confusion. Lord, you're not the author of confusion in any way. And Lord, that he can believe you for the miraculous, that he can, without, uh, without being disappointed, Lord, that he can, he can step out. He can step out of the boat onto the water and into the storm. He can step out on the water and walk on the water, Lord. He doesn't have to be afraid of the storm, and he doesn't have to uh, to ever, ever, ever think that you'll let him sink because you won't. And, Father, I thank you for the bravery that you have put in Greg. Lord, that you have given him a brave heart, a heart that does dare to believe and, and continues Lord, to look to you for the more than enough and the bigger the bigger than him. Lord, to know that, that everything that he'll ever need is in you. So, Lord, we just praise you and we thank you. And, Lord, we give you honor and glory, even in the midst of the storm sometimes. Lord, even while we're in the midst of it, we give you glory and honor and thanks. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Wow. That was kind of long amen. and roundabout, but I just went with what I was feeling and hearing. Yeah, that's um, it's just really good. It's really good. Lines up with a lot of stuff, for sure. I mean, it's really... It's, Definitely God. So that was an interesting way. I like that I've never heard. I just heard tamed your heart. I thought, well, I've never heard you say that. Tamed his heart. That's cool. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. All right. Well, anything in particular you, you want to pray about or anything in particular? No, that... no, I know your time is short tonight, so I just... Give you more time for others because that was definitely on point. Hope others get some really good words tonight. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you, Jesus. 
Well, it's always good to talk to you. And, you uh, too. Thank you, Jeannie. All right. You have a great week. You too. Thanks. Four zero five nine three four. Hello. Hello. Is this? Let's see. Am I saying this right? Is it Otto? Autumn. Autumn. Okay. A U T U. I don't know if I'm spelling that right. Autumn. Okay. Well, all right. Is there anything you want to share tonight, Autumn, or anything on your heart or testimony or anything? Oh uh, no. No. Okay. Well, let's just pray for you. Father, I thank you for Autumn, and, and Father, I thank you for um, a heart that searches, Lord, a heart a heart that searches for the genuine, for the real, Lord, that, um, Lord, one that has, has seen, it's like I just, like almost to get a sense that that you have, uh, I won't say dabbled in a lot of other things, but you have, have observed a lot of other things. Um, you know, sometimes we like, well, you know, we'll consider consider every avenue and consider every uh, every topic, so to speak. And, and I'm being real general. We're generalized in the way I'm saying this, but that you ha- you have a heart to know what's real, to know what's genuine, to know what's faithful and what's true and what's uh, just what's what's the real deal, you know? Because there are so many voices out there now. There are so many things that, uh, and I mean, even in the church world, this is not all just in the world. But I mean, even in the church world, we see so many things. We hear so many different opinions, so many different sides, and everybody has a good argument. You know, everybody has a way of of saying that can be so convincing. Uh, even in in like right and, rightly dividing the word of truth, you know, even the way that they uh, that they see scripture and, and the way that they uh, interpret things, and, it, and it's like I just sense almost like a, a like a, a longing in your heart of, of Lord, I really want to know what's truth, what's real. I want to have understanding. And see through the veil, so to speak. You know, you think sometimes like the Wizard of Oz when they walked up and they pulled the curtain. You know, they had all this big voice and all of the, the the lights and the flares and all of this and that. And finally, the little girl walked up and and pulled the curtain, and there was the Wizard of Oz back there, and it was all he was just a man, you know. And it was like seeing behind the curtain of what was the real deal. Of what, and, and then got him to fess up about what was really going on. And, you know, and sometimes we have that longing of our heart. It's like, okay, there's so many facades. There's so many um, so many put-ons. There's so many things that, that people, maybe they're really genuine, but they're genuinely wrong in, in what they think and what they're teaching and what they believe. And we're like, I'd just like to, I'd just like to pull the curtain back and see, okay, what is the real deal? You know, and I think we've all felt that way at times when we're trying to uh, trying to analyze and trying to decipher and looking at, at all of the different ways that people are uh, 
so so called preach their you know and not just church stuff, but preach their you know their message, whether it's the people in the occult, whether it's people in politics, whether it's people in like I said in church things of of different denominations and different ones that have different ways and you know, different theologies. Uh, and it's like I just sense in your heart, just like you know, I I want to know where the rubber meets the road. I wanna I don't want to be deceived. I don't want to I, I don't want to you know I'm tired of finding that things are not real or finding that people are fake and I just want to know what's real. You know, and God He so wants us to find to find that too. He He the only thing that's that's totally trustworthy is the Lord. And he loves for our heart that searches after him and searches for truth because the word says that Jesus came in grace and truth. That he came in grace and truth. So, Father, I just thank you for Autumn. And, Lord, I thank you, Father, for uh, for all the gifts and the talents and the good mind that you have given him, Father. Lord, but I thank you for a heart that seeks Lord, that's a heart that seeks truth and a, and a heart that that doesn't want to be deceived. Lord, none of us want to be deceived, but some of us, it's like a mission in our hearts of I want, I want to be on the up and up here. I want to know what's, what's real. And Father, I just ask, Lord, that you meet him at the point of his, of his desires, meet him at the point of his prayers. And, Lord, in such a greater way than he's ever known. And, Lord, that he could be a voice. Lord, even like a voice in the wilderness in this day, a voice, Lord, that would help others to find their way, help others to find truth and grace in Christ. And, Lord, I thank you for meeting all of his needs, Lord, physical, financial, uh, relational, Lord, meet his needs and bring healing in every part of his life. And Lord, bring that contentment and satisfaction to his soul. You know, the places in the Lord it says, for those that had lived long lives and said they you know, they, they lived you know they lived long and were satisfied. And that's what we want in life is to to have a, a, a life where we're, we feel satisfied, that we've lived a, a, a full life, that we've lived a life that's been blessed by God and led by God and that the Lord has been with us, that, that's satisfied in God. Satisfied, and it doesn't mean we don't continue to, to press on but it's just that feeling of I've been blessed and I've been kept and the Lord's been with me. It's that contentment and that that secure feeling in our hearts of God's with me and he'll never forsake me and never leave me and he'll never stop loving me. So, Father, I thank you for Autumn and I just speak a blessing over his life. In Jesus' name, amen. Are you still there? You still there, Autumn? I'm still here. Okay. Okay. All right. 
Well, is there anything you wanted to say or, or anything else you wanted to add or a prayer request or anything? Oh, no, that's all. Thank you. Okay. All right. Well, God bless you. Okay. All right. Um, 828-989. How is Miss Jennifer tonight? Hey, I'm I'm all right. <laughs> You're all right? Okay. okay. I'm all right. Okay. All right. My mm-hmm. phone just seems like it is not... The sound's not as loud as ought to be. Seems like I'm having to struggle just a little bit to hear people. Get a drink. Okay. Okay. Anything you want to share tonight? I'm just looking forward to what the Lord has to say, really. Okay. I mean, he had a lot to say through you, so. I mean, I've already received so much, so. Okay. Well, let's. Let's pray for you, girl. Father, thank you for Jennifer. Uh, And, Father, I just thank you, Lord, for for the warmth, Lord, for the warmth of her heart, the warmth of her spirit, Lord, Uh, that there's a warmth about her that you have, Lord, that you created her with, that you have have grown uh, in her and have put in her, Lord, Um, with that warmth that people receive from her, people People feel they're receptive to her, Lord. That they're and they feel they feel received. They, they huh? There is they that people feel received by you. You know, some people you're around, you feel. I don't know about you. I've been around people that I felt judged by, them, and I felt you know you can almost feel their you know around you. You know, like they were checking you up, checking you down, and and. and uh, they were weighing you in a balance, you know, when you're in their presence. I've had that at times. But what I sense is that there's a warmth about you that people feel accepted by you. They feel received by you. And it's disarming. It, it disarms you. Know, if you're around someone and you feel like they're looking you up and down and weighing you in a balance, it immediately puts you on your guard of like, ooh, let me put up a... Let me put up a wall here and let me be on my best behavior or whatever. Let me watch my P's and Q's. But see, when you walk in, when you're around someone and there's that warmth about them and that friendliness about them and that genuineness about them, it's like the walls come down and you feel like you can be yourself and you feel like you can maybe even confide in them or talk to them. And that they're not judging you and they're not analyzing you. And see, that's that's like the heart of God. That's like the Lord. That when we go to him, that he's not standing there ready to reprimand us and, and saying, well, you did this last week and I told you to do that and you still hadn't done it. And we go in and he's going, I love you. It's so good to see you. I'm so glad you're here. Can see God is that part of God's heart. It's like that's that's a part of you. That's a part of your heart. And I know it's something that God has developed. It might have always been there to a degree, but God has developed it more. But that is going to be such a ministry tool in your life. And not just like quote quote ministry, but just in the lives of people. Because anytime we encounter people 
you could call it ministry in a sense because when we're when we're just sharing the love of Jesus and we're just sharing a part of ourselves but see that 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 warmness it it causes people's walls to go down and it allows you to communicate with them and it causes them to feel received you know and maybe it depends on the relationship, but at times it would cause people to feel loved or feel safe, feel safe around you, that they could talk to you about things. You know, such such, such a, a strong counseling gift in you. I don't know how much you have explored that yet or the opportunities you've had yet, but there's such a counseling gift in you, and then Greg as well. But it's, it's there. It's there. And see, that 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 warmth and that um, that kindness, that compassion about you that the Lord has put in your heart and that you have allowed him to cultivate within you. You know, that's that's going to be a treasure and is a treasure for others. I just so see it. You know, people feeling safe with you. People's feeling received and accepted by you, where that they can, they can let those walls down, they can let their guard down, and feel like you know it's okay. I can talk to her. I can ask her questions, and not worry about sounding stupid or sounding anything, and not being judged for it, not being judged because they need to talk. So, Father, I just thank you, Lord, for Jennifer, Lord, and all that you're doing in her life. And, and Lord, through all of the waiting, through all of the waiting, and just picking up, like, the waiting, the waiting. Lord, in the midst of all the waiting, that there are things being accomplished in her life and around her life, and that the waiting is not in vain. It's not in vain. And, Lord, I just thank you for blessing her. Lord, for answering her prayers. And Lord, as your word says, delight ourselves in the Lord. And Lord, that you you give us the desires of our heart. But Lord, you also, you connect with those desires so that our desires line up with your desires. Lord, many times the desires we have are desires that you've, you've birthed them in our hearts. But, Lord, I just speak a blessing over Jennifer and health and provision and and much laughter and healing in her life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. You're welcome. I always feel so seen and um, seen by God through your words, just the way that you um, hear him. You know, I just really feel seen as my heart and just always feel we, you know, feeling so loved. God is good. Yes, he is. He always, he just always amazes me how he, how he shares and how he pinpoints things in our lives and uh, how he loves us. He amazes me. Well, girl, is there anything in particular you want in prayer about or anything on your heart you wanted to share? Um, 
there's lots on my heart, but I'm just, I think I'm going to share that with the Lord. He actually was ministering to me as you were praying, but there is something that is kind of um, strange, but it, I really need someone to, I feel like the enemy is really, he's just attacking me from any which way he can, and um, this is going to sound kind of strange, but ah. Uh, I just need someone to stand in agreement that, like, all of a sudden, just leaves just showed up on my cat. Like, they're indoor cats, too. So, um, just out of nowhere, out of the blue, and I am battling it and really, you know, distracting me from, I just feel like God is, or the enemy is just, like, really just trying to distract me from the Lord. So, I just, I am already believing God that he's going to take care of this pestilence. And so I can, you know, better focus, have better focus and not be so stressed out. So if you could just stand in agreement with me to eradicate these fleas, that would be great. Well, absolutely. Well, Father, we just thank you, Lord, for putting a hedge of protection around Jennifer, Lord, and just... uh, Breaking this assignment of the enemy, Lord, that that comes in to distract and and to upset and to just uh, to cause problems in whatever way they can, Lord. And Father, I just thank you, Lord, for just uh, turning, just closing her ears to the enemy, but Lord, just uh, giving her protection, Lord, giving her rest, Lord, that the fiery darts of the enemy would find no place to land, Lord, but they would just go right back to him. Uh, I know I've shared this dream with you before, but there was a dream I had several years back of where uh, I was under, I was just like I was under extreme attack from the enemy. It just seemed like the enemy was attacking Mm -hmm. from every side. And the Lord kept telling me to rest in him, and I was like, how do I rest in you? And I had a dream (laughs) of where I was in a big bubble it was just a big bubble, and it was like I was just sitting down on my butt with my feet out in front of me at, in, at the floor of this bubble, at the bottom of it. And the enemy was shooting arrows just as hard as he could to this, into the, trying to hit me in the bubble. And they, the arrows mm-hmm. would hit the bubble, and it was like they would kind of stick to it, stick, and they would come through, but it was like in slow motion they would stick, and in slow motion they would start coming through the bubble but by the time they come through the bubble, it would kind of just pop, and it would be a blessing. So the more the enemy shot arrows at me, the more those arrows turned into blessings by the time they came through the bubble. So it was like it was uh, uh, just frustrating to the enemy. He's trying his best to hurt me, and actually everything, you know, it's like the word says, what the enemy means for evil, evil, God will turn for good. It, that's exactly what was happening in the dream, was like every era, era, by the time it came through, it was like it would just go, boop, like a little, like a little tiny bubble bursting, and it would be a blessing, and another blessing, and another blessing. And it was God's way of saying, rest in me and relax in me, because I've got you. What the enemy means for evil, I will turn for good. And so I just felt to share that to share that with you. Uh, but in the middle of, of all of the harassment, which is what the enemy does, harasses us, gets us distracted, gets us focused on the junk that he's trying to do uh, to find to find that place of peace.
and rest in God. Uh, mm-hmm. For me personally, it was it was through worship that was you know when I was going through so much of that, the only place, and that's still true today, the only place I really find that rest and that peace is in worship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. So, Father, I just thank you, Lord, for for bringing deliverance to Jennifer, Lord, and bringing peace and rest. Lord, and that every attack, every assignment of the enemy is thwarted and canceled in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. You're Thank welcome, you. sweet. You are more than you have welcome. Have a blessed night. Thank you. All right. You too. You have a great week, mm-hmm. and I will talk to you Thank again. You. Thank you. At two four zero four eight two. Um, Oh, did I say that right? Two four oh four. Yeah, okay. Yeah, this is Valerie, I believe. Yes, it is. Good evening. How are you? Good evening. I'm good. I'm good. These numbers get to moving around, and sometimes they're hard to follow because it. Some will hang up, and some will call in, no. and the the numbers get to moving around. So, mm-hmm. you doing good tonight, or anything on your heart you want to share, sweetie? Um. Anything on my heart? Uh, <laughs> I, I guess there's not anything specific. You know, I'm just in a place of uh, thankfulness, uh, gratefulness, I guess, uh, to God and just his provision and uh, his care. So I'm uh, very mm-hmm. thankful for that. Yeah, me too. I agree. I always like to give you guys the opportunity because, I mean, I, I've always known, you know, the things that y'all share is just as valuable as the things that I share, you know, and there's things mm-hmm. that I learn from y'all and there's others that are blessed by y'all's testimonies and by the things, even the things that we're going through sometimes, there's others that identify with those and it and it helps bring healing to everybody. So, you know, y'all's voices are just as important in this program as my voice is. So, anyhow, well, let's let pray for you. Uh, Father, I thank you for Valerie. And, Father, I thank you, Lord, for uh, for a growing peace, Lord, for uh, when peace seemed like it was nowhere to be found. And it seemed like that, uh, Lord, as she sought peace, that there was anything but peace uh, around her and in her atmosphere. But, Father, that it's, there's been, though it started small, just like the mustard seed, it, it started small, Lord, that there's, there's been a gradual growing peace that has begun to, to manifest in her life and has, has grown and still, still at work, still, still growing, still working, Lord. But that, Lord, those, just with the things of God, Lord, that, that as, as the the light dispels the darkness, you know the word says the light dispels the darkness. It's like it throws it out. That the peace of God it begins to also dispel and push out. As the peace of God grows in us, it begins to push out the anxiety. It begins to push out the concerns, the worry, uh, the ifs and whats and what ifs. And if I'd only all of that kind of stuff, it's it's like it it just starts to fill us up like that rivers as it says a rivers of living water that bubble up out of our belly as those waters of God is that 
peace of God starts to, to fill up. It, it's like it pushes out those other things. And, Father, I thank you, Lord, for uh, for your provision in every area for Valerie, Lord, that, Lord, she has learned more and more that she can trust you. Uh, and, Lord, that's, that's also been growing, Lord, that where her uh, finances and things like that are concerned, where her jobs are concerned, Lord, that she is, is really learning, God, that, that you're there for her. And, Lord, that even as one door closes, that another door opens. And, Lord, that you take us from glory to glory. And, Lord, sometimes we may feel like we're kind of hanging on a thread between as one door mm-hmm. closes. And sometimes we're like, oh, Lord, is the next door going to open? Am I going to be out here in the middle of nowhere? And then... God, just in time, it's like his timing is perfect. And that other door opens, and, and it's like, oh, wow, God, this is better than I thought or better than I dreamed, or I would not I would have, would not have figured that this would happen this way or this, this would be this type of opportunity. But God, he's, he's almost never early, and so often he doesn't. You know, he doesn't say, okay, now this door is going to close and then this door is going to open. And it's all, you know, many times it's that trust factor. It's that faith mm-hmm. factor. And he teaches us there. And, Father, I just thank you, Lord, that you're, you're doing all of those things in Valerie's life. And, Lord, she's growing in that and she's learning mm-hmm. to, to trust you. And, Lord, that you're there. You're working and you're doing and you're bringing changes. And, and uh, Father, it's just... It's in the early stages of many of that, Lord. It's in the early stages of some of the changes that will be coming in the in the days that are ahead. And Lord, I thank you, Lord, for comforting her kids and comforting comforting uh, Valerie's heart concerning her children. Lord, that the Spirit of Truth, Lord, the Spirit of Truth, just be all around them, and Lord, just in their hearts and in their minds, Lord, that. They'll not be able to be deceived because that spirit of truth, Lord, is with them. The spirit of truth, Lord, that they will discern. They'll feel. They'll they'll feel your voice. They'll they'll hear it. They'll feel that, Lord, in their hearts of this is truth or this is not truth, Lord. But that they'll have that discerning spirit be with them, Lord, that they can. that they can walk through things and know, Lord, it, that it would just be their guide, that peace of God, that discerning, that voice of the Lord with them, Lord, the the spirit of truth. I, I just that's the way that's the way I sense to to say it is that spirit of truth with them, mm-hmm. and Lord, that they will be able to to navigate and grow through all of that, and and Lord, be able to accept with. Um, Lord, accept with grace and, and Lord, with that, out with some, even in young hearts, Lord, even in young people, Lord, that there be some understanding, Lord, because sometimes the truth can be kind of hard to swallow. It, it, it can be, mm-hmm. like, wow, mm-hmm. the truth sometimes can be a little hard. But, Lord, that, that your comfort and your understanding, even in, in young hearts, Lord, be there with them and that there will be not a bitterness but a compassion compassion in their hearts, Lord, that they um, 
Lord, that they'll just lean on you. And Lord, not sometimes as we're, sometimes when there's been pain, it's real easy for us to look at our own pain that we went through, which that can cause us to be bitter, cause us to to be more wounded, rather than maybe at times considering the the you know the the trauma, the pain that someone else is going through, and just having an understanding of maybe they had some uh, some issues, some things going on in their heart that they really needed deliverance, and they needed you know they needed God there, they needed set free. And that can be a whole lot for a young person to to understand to to uh, digest all of that. But you know, God does great things, and, and God used you know. You look back in in the Bible, and, and some of these that were anointed for king when they were just young teenagers and, and young folk. You know, some of these when we think back in in goodness, Mary. You know, they say Mary was like fourteen years old when she became pregnant with the Lord. And uh, so we see that God did wonderful things in the lives of very young people. And they had a wisdom of God in them. So, Lord, I just thank you, Father, for the spirit of truth and grace and wisdom, comfort resting on Valerie's children. Lord, thank and you, all Lord. the things that they've gone through, Lord, that they would come out without the smell of smoke on their clothes, that there'd be no smell mm-hmm. of smoke on them. Lord, they come out with, without that. They just come out just like the children, uh, the Hebrew children that went through the fire, Lord, and they came out without the smell of smoke. And they come out with all of the bondages, the ropes burned off their hands, off their arms, Lord, that mm-hmm. our children mm-hmm. look the same way. So, Father, I thank you. We bless you. We praise you. And, Lord, we're so grateful. We're so very grateful thank you. for yeah. your love and keeping and, Lord, that you're with us always and that you're continuing with us on this journey called life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Wow. Sometimes <laughs> <laughs> um, when it starts, I'll just keep letting it flow, you know, just let, let God let God flow. I'm really appreciative. Um Thank you for allowing the Lord to use you. You know, you touched on so many of the things that I'm dealing with right now, just in terms of my own anxiety, my concern about my children and how, you know, our circumstances are affecting them. And um, I just, you know, just the spirit of truth and, and even what you were saying about not becoming bitter and having compassion, you know, that's just... Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think it's so important, (laughs) you know, I do think, uh, so, uh, I just, just a lot to absorb there, but I'm I'm very thankful for it. Well, thank you, Jesus, and and, uh, thank you so much for just confirming. Thank you, Lord. All right. You know, I just, I will will say that, um, you know, it's just it's encouraging, uh, and it is, strengthens my faith to see how the Lord speaks, uh, you know, what we need to hear at the right yeah. time and the right way as well. So I'm just thankful for that, and I thank you for uh, being used by him. 
Well, thank you for calling in and thank you for waiting. And I, I consider it always a privilege and an honor to be able to pray with you guys and just to speak into your lives. You know, and I hope you all know that. So, yes. Well, you have a bless great you. week, you. God bless thank you too, you. hon. God You're welcome. You. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay, let me see here. Five zero four two eight two. Uh, Bliss Nicole in New Orleans. Yes, yeah, it's Nicole from Louisiana. Yeah. Okay. Well, nice to have you tonight, sweetie, and, and thank you for holding. Thank you for waiting. I know I've been a little lengthy tonight, but um, just trying to to move with the Lord here. Was there anything on your heart? tonight you wanted to share a testimony or, or just anything that you wanted to say? Um, I will say um, that I'm just grateful for the ministry. Uh, I can't remember, I believe it was uh, Deborah. Uh, she had prophesied about a showering um, on me. And, and oh, uh, showering? Not- yeah, like a showering, and she said it was like a, like a washing, um, and it was oh, like wow. a dew, and it's going to be refreshing and kind of like cleansing. And <laughs> ironically, well, you know, it was the Holy Spirit and the prophecy manifesting. But two Sundays ago, not last Sunday, but the one before, I got baptized. Well, oh, I um, wow. you know, decided to. Um, and I wasn't even planning it that day, but um, someone had talked to me about it and um, asked me if I had ever been, you know, baptized in the name of Jesus. And, you know, I've been, uh, I, re- I think she got her call dropped. Oh, goodness. Let me give her a second to see if she calls back in. I know sometimes that can be so aggravating when you're, you know, particularly when you're on a call uh, and connections get are bad and and get dropped. I'm gonna give her a minute here to see if she calls right back in. Okay, um, I think I've only. I've only got about four minutes left here. There she is. There she is. Is that right? No, that's no, that's not her. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go to the next caller, and if she calls back in, I'll try to get her because I've only, I'm down to about three minutes here, I think. All right, 240482. How are you, Miss Latrice? Uh, Sister Greenie, this is. Uh, this is Valerie. Oh, oh, you you oh, prayed oh, for oh, me I'm already. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, no I'm problem. sorry. Okay, where did that other number go? <laughs> Let's see, that was a two five one. Okay, that's already gone. Um
there she is. Okay, you back? Hi. <laughs> yes, I'm back. Okay, that I saw it, that it dropped, and then I started looking for you. Of course, people like to that anyhow. Okay. Okay, so so you uh, – I'm down to about two minutes here on before it will start echoing. Um, so anyhow, you got baptized, though, so that's great. Yes, it's a huge, huge blessing. Um, I just feel 10 pounds lighter, and I just feel blessed. That's awesome. Well, congratulations. I'm proud for you. 90 seconds. Okay, it's fixing to set me off. Okay, let me pray right quick. Father, I just thank you for Nicole. And Lord, I just thank you, Father, for the washing of the word and Lord, for your spirit. And, and Father, I thank you, Lord, that she is going to begin to see things open up to her. She's going to see things begin to unfold in a way that she's not has not seen before. Lord, a greater measure in things coming forth quicker, uh, things she's prayed for. She's going to see things manifesting quicker in her life, Father. Uh, and, Lord, I just thank you, Lord, for the blooming, the blooming. I saw many times, Nicole, it seems like I see flowers when I when I speak to you. It's like, it's almost like when I see, take your calls, like I always see flowers around you, um, flower gardens and flower. I just see flowers when I talk to you so often. But I just see things beginning to, to open up, just like the buds of a flower, things beginning to uh, to bloom. Uh, and you're, you're going to see the manifestation of some things starting to happen, some things you've prayed for, some things on your heart, some things you've dreamed. Uh, but with the steps, with, with each step we take in obedience to God and as God leads, it does bring blessing. And it does bring, there is a reward for obedience and, and just God's God's pleasure in us, our, His pleasure with us and and for us, of of it's like things activate. You know, there's like an activation of things. So, so anyhow, um, it has it's going to start echoing now. So anyhow, I bless you, Nicole, in Jesus' name, and hope you have a great week. God bless you. You have. All right, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to cut the show off at this time. And I just pray all of y'all have a great week and be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen.